right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. First Sunday night in the Kill House of 2022 PGA Tour season is back. We are playing tonight without preferred lies here on the No Laying Up podcast. Solly here, DJ Pie to my left. Hello, Pie Man. Aloha. Neil is here. Hello, God, Neil. Been scripting that intro. <laughs> I since honestly Thursday had you? not. I had not. I just was feeling it. You know, I just. Flow state, total flow state. The uh, the year of conviction kicks off with a, a resounding victory from the mangy dog. Great to see Cam balling out. Well, we were watching plenty of the action in Hawaii this week, if you were as well. You probably saw John Rahm and the rest of the Callaway guys sporting the Hawaiian theme hats with the Rogue ST on the front. Rogue ST, the big product family for Callaway this year. We're going to talk about the driver day. We just put our orders in. Cannot wait to see those long cardboard boxes on the front stoop at the Kill House. The Rogue ST drivers are Callaway's fastest, most stable drivers ever and feature Callaway's industry-leading innovations like their tungsten speed cartridge and an improved jailbreak speed frame. Also, some new additions to the Callaway name. Yuka Sasso up there, Abraham Answer now mm. on the team here. This yeah. is making moves. Exciting stuff. That's not in the copy. I, I assume and, that's public knowledge. And, and good colors. Yo, great yeah, I like colors. I like the colors. So, I mean, if you're... Steelers colors, but they're great colors. I, I'm sure Again, this is unofficially. Push, there's a pushback on that. There's probably. unofficially that is not in the copy. There's no copyright use of uh, the, Pittsburgh the, 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 the Pittsburgh football <laughs> yeah, team. It's Pittsburgh in the Midwest. Shut up. There's a model for every type of player with four different heads available. Ranges from the Rogue ST Max D, a more forgiving model for players who slice, looking at UDJ Pi, all the way up to a compact low spin head. For better players in the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS, hate to do it, but also looking at you, Neil. Rogue ST was the number <laughs> one model in play in Hawaii, so it's clear. Cowboy guys are excited about the club. You don't see guys converting to the new drivers that quickly. Find out which Rogue ST driver is right for you. Visit CowboyGolf.com slash Rogue Drivers. That's CowboyGolf.com slash Rogue Drivers. Guys, do we have a scoring problem on the PGA Tour? <laughs> come on. Come on. Uh, no. Not not because of this tournament. May, well, actually, maybe, but I'm not going to say it this week. <laughs> You're not going to say it this week, but maybe we're we're monitoring the situation. Okay, that, that's how I am. You know, it's uh, were there some uh, you know, some shocking data being poured in this week? Yeah, certainly, <laughs> yes. But take all I take all that shit away this week. I, I was inflation's doing, out of control in the PGA Tour. It, it is, but you know, we're not worrying about that this week. This week we're worrying about good views. Weird assholes, elevation changes, all kinds of different things. And I, I do mean this like somewhat sincerely. Save all that conversation for when we get to, you know, the 3M and the Rocket Mortgage and all of those things where we're playing dead flat golf courses. It's driver wedge on every hole. Uh, that's where I think there's a scoring I'm problem. With you. I'm with uh, you. Here, you got to hit different shots. It's you got to control runouts. There's all kinds of different things. I had a fucking blast watching this tournament this week. And, and that's not usually how I feel when. 20 under is in 15th place. <laughs> I'll, I'll, but I will fast forward that to next week because you're going to see that at Sony at Wailea. I, I feel like there's Wailai. a... Wailai. I feel like don't get crushed. I okay. feel like there's Wailai. a... Uh, I, I, I was free solo in that one. I <laughs> fell to my death. Uh, it's like the Alpinist. Like, what if yeah. he drops one of his picks? I, I just dropped my pick. My point being, I think that the low scores here don't bug me for a couple reasons. One, I love seeing these guys play a resort course. It is a resort Which course. Which is exactly what it is. It's what it is. You're exactly and right. And it's it's kind of um, 
I don't know, camouflage with all the views. Yeah. That's I mean, what I mean. So, but it's also the, the way it's set up so well for TV because they're hitting these unbelievable shots that look really hard over ravines and you see the way the ball's spinning with the elevation. And so it's just a ton of fun to watch. Whereas next week, I always like the Sony, but it is a little, it, it's like a stark reminder of like, oh man, like they're just, it's just too easy. They're just hitting the ball too far, you know? So I, I think it's a week to week thing even before they even get off the island. Really, uh, always hard, like, listen, when, when someone sticks a mic in your face, maybe it doesn't come out the right way or something, but JT's comment about, like, everybody's complaining that, you know, we're hitting the ball too far. It's not that. It's that the course is too short. It's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. That though, was dog. not the full quote. But the, the, No, he said it was too soft, and the course is, when the course is well, this there's short. There's no wind, and, yeah, it's not a long course. The course is 7,600 yards. But it plays nothing like that. Absolutely nothing like that. It it's d- all wedges. Like, there's no... When the wind's blowing. I mean, the wind is the only defense of this For golf sure. course. Yes. It, it's not a. It's not that much of a bomb fest out there. Like, because guys, a lot of the holes... I mean, it, it's not always the longest drivers that have success here. Like, if you're looking for PG, PGA Tour golf courses that are tight and long are where the longest drivers thrive the most. Sure. The wider, the more it comes... Like, the, the fact that you're not that long comes into play, uh, can bring you into play. Like, looking at the 14th hole, the drivable par 4... Almost everyone, pretty much everyone in the field can drive that, right? Yeah. It's not a driving distance emphasizer. And you get these shots that just run and run and run and run forever that all you got to do is, you know, you make sure you hit this slope. Uh, Cam Smith is not a bomber, and he gets to the bottom of the slope on 15 with the current wind direction and things like that. So I'm with, it's not that long of a golf course. It says 7,600 yards. Guys hit like nine iron into 17, and that's 560. And, and the par 73 is helping. That's helping all sure. the relationship part stuff. Yes, the, the scores, but also it's one of the shorter golf courses on the PGA. I Tour. think my favorite part about watching this tournament relatively short yes. is all the long irons and three woods that these guys are hitting into those five par fives. Yeah, right where it's like like fifteen for instance. That shot's like iconic. It's You're great. Like, oh my god, this is off number nine. That second shot <laughs> yeah. in a nine. Yes. So that's kind of where they separate. It's not so much off the tee, but it's like who can hit four iron, you know, to ten feet and make eagle. It's almost like a film room. When we say, like, what would a pro shoot if they played your, not muni, but resort course, yeah. right? It's like, oh, this is truly, like... Yeah. And this, what this Kapalua doesn't have also is the shots that are, if you are this long, you eliminate all the trouble shots, right? Which is what... The, the, the courses that kind of stink are the ones that you can... The longest 10% of guys can hit it over the last bunker, and they have no risk to any of the shots. And none of the shots are, like, there, uh, out there are like it. I, I feel like even watching somebody like Rom, number one player in the world... And as wide as those fairways are, I felt like there's a couple times he's gripping it a little bit tight, just making sure he didn't lose a ball on like yeah. some, like because that's something I battle in golf. When I, whenever you're playing a super wide fairway, you don't hone in on a a specific line, and like if it's tree line, sometimes I can just stripe one down a 20 yard wide fairway. But you put me on an 80 yard wide fairway, and I'm thinking about, oh, do do not screw this up. <laughs> and sometimes they do. Like that is yeah. fun about Kapalua. Like they hit it in the shit when it's like, how did you even do that? This is what uh, Phil coming Phil, in uh, on 17. <laughs> We were watching that together on uh, Friday Friday. night. And it was funny. Phil's comments, which were very relatable, having played Kapalua, was, uh, you know, he gets done. He he plays his round on a Thursday. And he plays, you know, not very, you know, just kind of average, not very good. And they're like, you know, what's it been like? Well, just describe the feelings of being back here on Maui. He's like, this golf course is so hard to walk. Like, I am exhausted. (laughs) Like, that was, yeah, like, that was so hard. Which it totally is. But you saw him those first couple days get to, like, 17, 18, and then he hit the tee shot he hit on 18, too. On Friday, his legs didn't, his lower Friday. body didn't move. Yeah, like he was <laughs> gassed. It's a horrible swing. Totally gassed. 
So, yeah, I, I, I love Kapalu. I hate seeing it kind of come under fire like this. But, again, there's not a... Is it is it coming under fire? Uh, on or Twitter, people made, were just, I can't up. watch this. It's just a really? birdie fest. Oh, yeah, oh, birdie that's fest. A, what a horrible take. There's not a golf course that these guys will play that's soft and windless that they will not tear apart. Like, yeah. you take them to Wingfoot, and if it's soft and windless, they will tear it apart. I don't know. They, it's like President's Club for the PGA Tour, right? <laughs> you're like, you guys, you, you know, you're top sellers. Like, let's take you to Hawaii. <laughs> let's get you all set up at the Ritz. And yeah. Yeah, they're no, not we'll going to go punch have a good him. time. You know that? Yeah, that's not what it's for. Yeah. It's limited field. Hundred percent. And I all, another thing I love about this tournament is you have a ton of historical context. Yep. Right. So like the, not only the course, but you know what holes are coming to. Yeah, shots. you know exactly what shots are coming. Yep. And I mean, we've mentioned just like Molokai is criminally underrated. Shout out to a, your boy Larry Ellison. I mean, not only well, no, he owns Lanai. Oh, that's right. Right. Molokai's like oh, Jurassic the, Park, the Leper Colony. That was the Leper Colony. Yeah, yeah. sorry. St. Damien, like the big <laughs> homie. Like that Molokai's the goat like island out there. A lot of lot of big ass waterfalls. Good stuff. Uh so that's underrated. <laughs> but you got me sidetracked here. The other one is it, it kind of cues that game of like, oh yeah, Matt Jones won Honda. You know, yeah, like yeah. you go back and you're like, wait, wait, Horschel, I guess he had one match play. You know, it's like, okay. So you start to relive the last season as you're kicking off the new year. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny to play that uh, snowball effect with how guys get in. Cause I'm sure there were maybe not a debate, but I know there's always a debate on like, should the Zurich guys get into the masters or should they get, you know, the same perks as, as other winners. And there you go. Cam gets into this, this field wins again, and then he'll come back again next year. Exactly. You so. win any tour event, you get in Kapalua. I understand some not getting into the Masters. I think you win. And apparently yeah. the Olympics. Yes. Yeah. Which, I'm down Sanders, which I'm down with. What if Porter tweeted something that said he's, he he's hasn't won, won since 2018? He's won he, once since 2018, and he's played the last five. Which is <laughs> super <laughs> sick. I'm worried yeah. about my boy Xander. I, I, was, we can talk about that later. So how's that work? So he would, did he win in the fall? I can't say it out loud because it's not going to make any sense. It took me literally like 20 minutes well, to It's like a super season situation. No, 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 no. So I think he won... So I think he won, I could be wrong on this, Greenbrier in like 2016 or 2017, something like that, or won tw- something in 2016 or 2017, which got him in, and then he won again in 2018. He won 2017 so Greenbrier, so it yeah. got him in 18. He won the Tour champion. Oh, sorry, he won the Tour Championship in 17 as well. So uh, gets in 18, and then in the fall of 18, which is the next season, he wins WGC HSBC, which gets him into 19. Yeah. And then he wins. His one win since then was the Century Tournament of Champions, correct? Which got him into twenty. And then last year he got in because he got to the Tour Championship. Tour Championship. Got this in. year he got in because of the Olympics. <laughs> that's that's sweet. That's really, he's a freeloader. Yeah, he's, for he's sure. Just scamming the system. I hate oh, that. Man. But Can't, the gold medal. Good. You know, I'm, I'm, we'll take, we'll take that. I'm kidding. That, that's that, that, that's a, he gets to come to President's Club. He, sure. won, he won gold. You know, he's, a, he's like a featured speaker. Exactly. He's talking about his time <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> he's a new business principal. So <laughs> this is, this will not be the last time that we mention uh, some unpaid debts on this podcast. But the last time we ran into Cam Smith in Atlantic Beach, first thing he said was, mm. "I think you guys owe us a spin of the wheel at, at Taco Lou." That's you, true. That's true. From Wild World of Golf, if you, if you do mention that, so um, Cam Smith, thirty four fucking under par, <laughs> wins with rounds of 65, 64, 64, 65. Uh, shot eight under today. Apparently, watched the whole thing. Felt about like two under. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. out the golf course. But, playing, but but and going back to you know some of the what you're saying about Twitter and I can't watch this. It's a it's a total birdie fest. I could not disagree more. I felt like I, I was wrapped watching this. Like the shots they were hitting oh, and so the good. putts that they were making. It was like 
I mean, listen, does it play short for those guys? Obviously, yes, but you still got to make so many fucking birdies, man. You yeah. still got to hit so many There's still many a good amount shots. of driver wedge, but I, I, again, feel like I look up and but I'm even, seeing them hit these long iron shots that are the game changer out there. Even the wedges are like more interesting because there's so much elevation change and because the ball's below their feet or because they're yeah. trying to carry a certain ridge or because there's, you know, hazard behind, like the pins all the way in the back, there's a hazard behind the green or it's just, it's every shot, even the stock shots are so much more interesting. The there. par threes are great yeah. too. Like the eight and 11, especially those two shots, the ball stays in the air forever yeah. and like trying great to get camera work. Yes. Yeah. Trying to get to some of those pins is, is super interesting, but let me, um, let me ask you this. What do you guys think about the fact that, uh, you know, basically you can hit a drive 301 yards and it, goes 301 yards and you can hit a drive 304 yards and it goes 385 yards that's there's fun not, to watch there's not that many of those situations out there 15 is one but you got to like if you want to get to the bottom right of the fairway on 15 you got to like take on the hazard or the lost ball area down the right i'm trying to think i think one has that everyone gets to the bottom of the hill on one rom though. didn't get it yesterday no rom had like 230 and no one you're yesterday. right i saw that too he was up on top yeah and then he hit an awesome yeah, awesome shot like four iron yeah, you know, to like ten feet. I think there's, I think there's four or five of them out there. Hmm. But also uh, the approach, but like it didn't happen the day for camp. Point being, I think it's sweet. It's really fun the, to watch the approach to eighteen. That second shot in the eighteen where yeah. Cam's ball did not release, but there's just a. I mean, there's, the ball is on. Like you said it, I think Andy Johnson said it. Watching the ball on the ground is awesome, and this yeah. course is perfect for it because it, it they do use the slopes around the greens really well, and I feel like it's one of those courses where. More often than not, the ball is funneling to the hole instead of, like, the turtle back, you know, inspection rejection. That's where, like, seeing the ball not roll out there, and I know they've had weather and it's an outdoor sport, and then you're just going to have that. Like, this course, it needs to roll. With it as soft as it was this week, again, you don't have any wind helping dry out the golf course as well either. Uh, I guess it was really had no choice but to play ball in hand for the first two days despite no weather (laughs) on the golf course. Yeah. you know, questionable decision there, considering the scoring records that were broken. But it, uh, it, this place needs the ball to. It's like one of the best places to watch the ball roll, and it just didn't this week. I mean, it would even the ones that are getting down the slope. You just feel like they're kind of going in slow motion. Like get, get going. Is it gonna go, go? And around the greens, especially watching those shots come into eighteen and land on the fringe and just stop. Yeah. It's like. Um, yeah, it's just surprising a couple years after this renovation that it, that it does that. And I don't know how bad the weather's been there down there, but it feels like if you're going to, you know, rip up grass on the golf course and get it ready for this, this tournament once a year, it feels like it kind of should do that, but I don't know. Yeah. Not an agronomist. But. I think that that was felt like the only thing missing to me. Cam Smith has won the Sony and he's won two Zurichs. This is his second. He's never won a stroke single, uh, a stroke play event on his own in the United States in the continental U S that's kind of interesting. That's surprising. Second Hawaii win. Um, dude, man. He's I, a locker room guy. He's a big wire team guy. to wire. Yeah. I mean, imagine leading wire to wire and you the amount of birdies. Guy, like, it's, it was like four days of Monday qualifier. Just like hang on yeah. tight. And he didn't look, he didn't really look frazzled at all, both coming down the stretch yesterday or today. I mean, he's a total gamer. <laughs> How about he started the third round with the lead? Shot 64 and lost the lead. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know how you keep that mentality for, 
for four straight days. We would like to congratulate him as well with that birdie on the 18th hole to win <laughs> by one. He tied Big Randy's birdie count from 2021 at 34. Good plug for the goals podcast. That's right. We the, did a goals the, podcast on the trap draw feed. If you have not listened to that, please do. Randy does have a goal. I won't spoil it. I will spoil it. He, the goal is to get 35 birdies in the coming <laughs> year. So Cam did not get there this week. I was searching. Nobody got... The uh, Kapalua uh, birdie challenge. Nobody completed it this week. Cam I, was close. He, cup, pl- he played the first two holes and three over yeah. for the week. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> and then shot 34 under. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a, a, a more like uh, a bigger juxtaposition to the, the regular golfer? Um, who would go out just say, oh, bogey, fuck. God. I'm done. <laughs> it's just well, there goes eight. today. Yeah, exactly. He led the field in strokes gain off the tee this week as well. Um, we talk about how far he was hitting it and strokes yes. gain putting this week. That's a good combination. Like he, he, I looked it up. He was. What do you think he was in uh, distance last year on the PGA um, Tour? One hundred twenty fourth. Well, not that bad. Seventy fifth. Eighty fifth. Eighty fifth. He was like fourth he's been, this week or spending something. Spending more time in the gym and less on the boat. I don't know. It's it's a weird week for driving distance, though. I mean, it it it. Uh, I don't know how to how to really explain it because like some of the uphill holes, like you're hitting right into upslopes, and it's just it. It's he hits not- that draw too, so he's probably taking advantage of the roll. Yeah. Like on 15, he caught. You know, he just looked like he was even carrying by him pretty far, like 30 yards because he caught the hill. He was got like 177 ball speed. It was flashing for him, which is I mean that's 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 about where I'd expect him. Maybe a couple mile an hour faster than last year, but. Um, like his club head speed, you know, in, in shot link was about 117. He hit in round one, the fastest. So hovering around 117. So basically JT speed kind of it's, Morikawa speed. The driver was impressive. It's the putting with him. Oh, dude, he's, he's such so good, a yeah. natural with the putter. It just looks so smooth. And it's, I, I just envy his, uh, uh, his vibe on the greens and it doesn't like in, in the first tournament without the greens books, like he doesn't strike me as like the mathematician out no, there. No, it feels like a complete attitude putter. Yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, man, I just got to just get the ball in the hole and it's like pace, pace, pace he, all day long. He strikes me as the mega, just like you both want to drop a ball here and we'll, we'll putt for $1,000, see who yes. makes it. Like I'm going to beat you every time. But very much also the attitude of like, I'm totally fine either way, man. Like, I, I, I don't like, really like actually. So that's what after oh, the you asked the bet. Yeah. I didn't really want to. Uh, after the round, like you know, he's getting interviewed on the 18th green. He's like, oh, "Man, that was intense." I was like, "Was it, man?" Because yeah. that like you couldn't have made that look much easier. Like he, right. his never looked like his heart rate got above 120 all day long. It just he he, he plays. I have no idea if this is actually how he approaches it, but he truly looks like he plays golf without fear of the consequence and either way like well, if I, I win great if I don't great it's kind of Dustin Johnson like yeah yes I feel like we saw that at uh was it Memphis last year where he had a chance coming Hitting down from the, the trees st- yeah, coming down yeah. The stretch yes, and it was like dude. hit like you know no no offense to our guy Cam but like one of the weirdest decisions of yeah. the season just like fuck it man I guess I'll just go for it he hit it out of bounds <laughs> like, off a tree out of bounds lost like a half a million dollars yeah and yeah man yeah, I think today or this week we might have saw the flip side of that. Yes. Like the upside of that. Pretty much. So Well, the the other thing that I remember watching when we did the Wild World of Golf with him that I saw throughout this week is he he's so good with his judgment of funky lies. And I think a place like this brings that out. Ball below your feet, yeah. ball in the rough. Like sometimes he hits these like eighty to one twenty wedges and it's just such good tempo. He doesn't get doesn't get quick. It's I, there's just like a same thing with the putter. There's like a knack for 
just feeling it instead of it being a math equation or like, oh, I got to go to my hands to nine o'clock. And it's none of that. It's, right. it's like the opposite of Bryson, basically. It's the Augusta thing. The smart betters were on this. What's that? A lot of uneven lies. A, little, a yeah. lot of the, a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, Spieth, good point. Spieth talked about that a couple of years ago at this tournament, which like clicked for me. You know, it was good that he just like explicitly said that because I never would have put that together in my head. But which is, I, it's cost me every year because I think I pick Spieth for this every year. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> just like for Augusta. Sure. Luckily, it work out. Yeah, luckily we filled in with some other guys too. <laughs> Uh, John Rom, the buoy, uh, as many people are calling him that, uh, <laughs> I think more people are calling him that than Rombo, but, uh, the unsinkable John Rom. <laughs> you can't sink him. He doesn't go away. Bogey free on the weekend. I'm sorry. He did bogey the fourth hole on Saturday. That's the only bogey the tournament though. Shoots 33 under. And it was a great bogey because he hit yes. the hard oh, yeah, path. It out of and it, no, yes. it went, he lost, ball. lost ball. Yeah. And that was kind of funky because some I think some spectator or marshal found a ball. He's like, I found it. Yeah, he and raised like, his hand. I guess it wasn't his ball, but they're like, no, we're going to go play the provisional. Yeah. But the announcer's like, oh, no. like You, can't, you don't want to find that. We don't want to find that one. Yeah. No way. Um, yeah, I don't know what more to say about Rama than like this also gets ta- – like he had so many events last year that he could have won, should have won. Like he – COVID ended up winning. Like it, it, it was criminal that he only won one tournament last year, and then he starts the year shooting thirty three under, and also loses by one. Jo- Just, Joel Joel Beal spelled it all out that he so the six, six shot lead at Muirfield Village doesn't win that tournament. Best seventy two hole score I think in, at Eastlake oh. doesn't win that tournament, and then this week beat the <laughs> beat the lowest score in PJ Tour history by two shots. It doesn't win. <laughs> And his one That's win is, tough, of course, man. the U.S. Open. Yeah. And then he finished He finished third at the Northern Trust. Uh, had a, He had the lead going into the final round there. He got run down by a freight train that nobody was getting. <laughs> nobody was going to be able to stop. More, more on that to come. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Shot. Sweet beard. Finished T3 <laughs> at the Open Championship as well. Uh, what other close calls has he had? He, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, Rom's going to, yeah. I, I was kind of somewhat selling just because I think it's like, a run of this go to golf can't last. It just doesn't. No one does it for like consecutive years, other than you know the one guy. And so I was kind of like, all right, we got to kind of sell Rom coming into this year. And I mean, I don't know why you would say that after watching that. So. Admittedly, I I didn't see this before the week started, but we did our uh, season picks, you know, last week, and there was a, a prop bet from DraftKings on there about you know will Morikawa take over number one in the world, and I bet no. Not knowing that Rom needed to finish solo second or first this week to keep number one. <laughs> so the barbarians yeah, at the gate. We for, got him, for, baby. For the five man, we fucking rocked him. I don't know. It's like with Rom though. It, it people always cite the stat with Nicholas. How many he came in second in like nineteen nineteen majors. majors. You know, it's like oh, like that's always blows me away. Rom's got a little bit of that going on. Yeah, which yeah. is he's just always going to be there. He's not. He's, he's just unsinkable. So, he's so solid. Uh, I, and I, I'm, I'm guessing the winds are gonna, yeah, start popping up. Are well, you, he, it honestly felt like every time I looked up over the past three days, he was leaving like an 18 footer, like directly in the jaws, yeah. like six inches short. He had such trouble getting, as he shoots 33 under, he had trouble getting putts to the hole, which is wild. To and say. he had Cam su- had a couple super, of those yeah. he, he had similar reactions as Cam when those balls didn't go in. Yeah. Just super chill, didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you guys uh, on that note a little bit? Are you? Has your viewing like sentiment towards Rom changed at all? Honestly, I find myself like rooting a lot harder for him. I don't know. I do too. I don't know why. And I'm to be completely honest, his pod with you, Solly, yeah, made a massive impact on that. Just kind of hearing from behind the uh, 
you know, the curtain of, of fieriness yeah. of like, he's re- he seems really thoughtful and plugged in. And I just liked, like, I found myself like very attracted to his, uh, his vibe yeah. on the pod. Not so much on the golf course when he leaves those putts short. I mean, it's fun to watch, but you're like, oh my God, this guy's crazy. See, I'm in on that though. Like, I, I am. I but, need to see some passion. But from knowing some that he's. It's knowing that Spanish that passion. Off the court. Like, everybody. You always hear people Sebi say, also like, oh, he's, a putt short. He's not like, you know, oh, I'm not like that off the course. I actually got the sense that that was true with Rom when, you know, when he's talking to you. So yeah. the last six months, big time, have, have kind of changed course with my allegiances. He, one thing I can guarantee, that guy's going to make a lot of cash, which brings me to a <laughs> someone I want to mention, which I'm ecstatic to talk about. That is the Cash App, which I have uh, some tough news on that. It's actually, they did, they got ahead of the curve. They dropped the the. It's cleaner. Really? It's, it's just cleaner. Cash App. Just cash I learned app. this the hard way. Mm. Cash App. Easiest way to send, spend, and save your money. You can send or request money from family or friends when they owe you money for dinner, etc. All those other apps you may have used prior, they're, they're gone. They're out the window. Now, once you get the money in there, you can buy stocks. You can buy Bitcoin. Guys, I might be on a slippery slope with this app. <laughs> We're going to have to unsubscribe from Solly and our, and our team communication platform because he keeps telling us how much how much crypto he's buying through the cash app i i think we should make a 2022 thing that we are any any bets we're settling on the golf course this year have to be settled of course through cash app and have to be settled on bitcoin i think that's very I, fair i that's kind of fun I, me and you we okay can do that. okay we'll, get, we'll do get that down with that yeah. okay also you can use referral code no laying up when you download cash app it gives new users 15 dollars, and cash app will set aside 10 dollars for each sign up to a 501c3 verified charity of our choice, which we need to put that on the, the weekly agenda this week. We'll, we'll decide on a charity for that. Basically, so the more people that use code no laying up when registering for Cash App, not only are you getting $15, but you can help support a charity that matters to us. It also comes with a debit card that you can customize. It's an awesome app, super intuitive. You can, you know, if you want to just, whatever money you would have sitting in any kind of cash account you could you would have, you can put it right in a stock if you want to. You can do all kinds of fun things with it. So I'm, I'm psyched about Cash App. Bought a little pizza on Friday night. You did. You, you cash out me $18. How do, how do we settle up? Cash out. Love it. You and your money dance? <laughs> oh, so I did the money dance when the, once the transaction went through. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. Can't um, wait to see that. We need to have it so like we can see each other's, how each other's portfolios are doing. That's probably a little privacy <laughs> information. <laughs> it's a little issue. We there. talked to the SEC about that. <laughs> Couple questions. Why don't we get to? Charlie Couch is asking, will someone shoot 57 this season? And also, can we get DraftKings promo on this as a season-long wager? That'd be that's a good promo. That's a good good prop bet. I mean, it might be this week if if it were to happen, say, right? Where, yeah, if, I don't know. It might be the year of Vision Fifty Four. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, pr- par seventy at Wiley with two super easy par fives. Yeah. So basically, like a par sixty eight there. So that means shooting eleven under on that. I mean, it's unlikely. You need a super not windy day and. So I assume if it's soft at Kapalua, it's going to be soft at Wiley this week. So or in the desert at the Amex. That's usually another. Absolute birdie bonanza. It's got to be a par 70, right? I don't know if it's a 72. There's a couple different ones. There's a 71 there and a 72. I don't know exactly. I think PJ West is 71. I don't think we'll see a 57. I'll take that. I mean, why not? I'll say yes. Who knows? I say no, (laughs) but I'm no fun. (laughs) John DeRazio, what do we think of Spliff's new action? Hate it. 
I hate it. <laughs> I, not so much the swing. Don't you guys can analyze the swing. I don't the, know. The the pre-shot routine is stressing me out. It's it's, a, it's like that's a, part of the journey, bud. Yeah. I gotta know what to tell I mean, you. He's taking it's the little, full Mike Weirsy backswing it's, thing. It's not good. It's very uh it's very yeoman. It's very beneath him to be doing that. And I don't like it. <laughs> I don't see no, I'll go the like opposite. It. Why do we like Speeth? Because he's he's the whole I thing know, is stress relatable, know. you know? It, 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 it's and too he's, relatable. He's though. out there like all right, man. I know this is gonna look stupid, but like I'm, I'm committed. I'll do it. If Fair you tell enough. me to do it, I'll do it. I agree with you, but it's still making me no, feel course, things I don't course. like. When I immediately when I saw it on on Thursday, I was like, oh no, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. What is what is he doing? I don't have any intel on the actual golf swing, though. Did you see anything, Sally? I I would be. I don't love what I see, but I also don't know what I'm looking it at. It looks like he's taking it. Like the, the club is way laid off now. Like yeah, big time. And then a little bit of a. Like he's almost coming out really steep on it, yeah. and not not the way it looks to me. P- please, well, actually, me on you know sure. somebody slow it down and bizhub Minolta me. It, it, but it looks like it's coming steep. Our guy, the the Iron Savant, thirty uh, third out of thirty eight strokes gained approach this week. That's not good. It's not good. We That's don't we good. don't like that. It's a weird week. Again, it's weird. I don't want to read too much into the stats, but his move looked different than it uh, did last year, and it looked different. Last year, when it came out as well, and it ended up working really well for him in yeah. that stretch. It, so well, maybe I'm, it's a personal thing for me because when I hate my golf swing, it's when I come in and then I do that over the top move, and I'm coming outside in so at the ball, wood. and you see it on like TrackMan, and you're just like, oh god, that's disgusting. <laughs> you know, I hate that because everyone's like, hit the ball inside out. You know, like that's how the best players do it. You know, it makes me freak out when I see that. <laughs> Whenever you're trying to hit it inside out, I always end up more outside. Yes, exactly. And I, exactly. And I see speed. I'm like, no, don't do that. No. <laughs> Morikawa, uh, just, just want to put this on people's radar. The putting has kind of come around in the last three, four months or so. The stats are kind of difficult to accumulate in this time period. Not everything is done on, on, uh, you know, on shot tracker or shot link or the strokes gain stuff. He had four total tournaments in the prior season where he had positive strokes gain putting. I don't think people realize how bad it was. And he's, he was crazy. He was positive this week. He was positive at the CJ cup as well. And he's of course hitting, he's driving the ball even a little bit better and he's hitting his irons as good as ever. It very well could be like, this is, I don't know if you're going to hear this anywhere else. It could be a big year for more (laughs) coming up. I really, I really do think so. So thank you. But it is worth pointing. Like he has had the, obviously he's had the huge, enormous peak weeks, like the concession, you know, the Open Championship. He, of course, won PGA at Harding Park. Like, he has the big spikes, but in between that, he's not been that reliable. He yeah. has weeks where it bottoms out, especially on the putting side. Like, if he raises that floor, now we're kind of talking about that kind of ROM level of a buoy, if you will. He's, he's, he's kind of everything that Mav McNeely talked to you about yes. doing, which is, like, maximize your good weeks. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is it. I'm just going to go go get it this week, and then he just kind of chills. Brandel had some good stuff about that this week. Yeah. Right? About the, uh, which, which I know is it's something we probably say a lot in a roundabout way, but I thought he kind of cut right to the core of it, right? Which is like, it's the PJ Tour is not about putting, like, end of sentence. It's about being one of the best ball strikers who puts well on a given week. Yes. You know, and that sums up Morikawa. It sums up Cantlay. It sums up Matsuyama. It, sum, it sums up, like, a ton of these guys, right? It's, uh, which is, again, I think takes me back to Rom, which is where it, it, like yeah. Rom is just like so solid at everything all yes. the time that those other guys kind of come and go, and he just seems to be there every freaking week. Which is, but then it's also interesting with Cam Smith, who I would say I don't know, I don't know his ball striking stat. Obviously, led the tournament this week in 
strokes gained off the tee, but normally I, I don't know where. He's a little loose on the iron He seems play. like it because yeah. he kind you know he kind of has that chicken wing at the top sometimes. Like he doesn't he, when you, when I think ball striker, he's not the first guy that I right. think of. I think about putting with him. I wonder if it's like a, the little hitch he has in his swing that that makes you say that because I'm I'm, I'm the same way. I don't yeah. love watching him swing the club yet. Like kind of the numbers kind of do check out, and he kind of really does stripe it, especially watching like so. I always do the. Uh, the pro tracer, I do the drawings on our all of our videos and stuff. And the first pro I ever got to do it with was Cam Smith. And I was just mesmerized. Like watching <laughs> his club go from like, I don't know what the positions are called, but almost right before you hit the ball into the ball and then right through in the follow through. It, I just watched on repeat, like trying to like take it in through osmosis of like, that is exactly how you're supposed to act. You know, yeah. have action through the ball. You're right. His ball striking in 2021 was he was 53rd in strokes gained approach. Pretty average. I feel like he has but. a lot of pretty poor weeks, and he's a guy that probably puts well every week, right? And it's so maybe he's very obvious. But it's all about matching. It and up. I want to say like he does have a funky swing. I like it though. I, I want more. I I like that it's different. Oh know? yeah, so, he's a blast to watch. Yes, I I do love was, watching him play golf. That was a great. Uh, there's some like quote unquote duels that I I can check out of pretty easily. I was totally locked in. Those oh, two guys great. were. Like totally different styles, different uh, different kind of approaches, different skill sets, and it was just just a blast. I had yeah. an awesome week. I had my eye on the uh, on the fifth hole all week. I thought we could do it. I thought maybe <laughs> we could have a par five that would play more than a shot under par. Uh, do have the final numbers in five bogeys, fifteen pars, one hundred and twenty two birdies, and ten eagles played into a scoring average of four point zero nine nine. Gosh, can confirm in round two we did break the sound barrier. Four eagles, three pars. 31 birdies played oh to a scoring God. average of 3.974 Sheesh. Uh, for a 526 yard uh, par five there. So that's, that's why, just yeah. fun. It's just fun. And, and, and they insist on making it a par 73. It's like, there's probably a, yeah, I don't we could probably they, make I don't know one of these par fives a par fork. Evidence like, being honestly a couple of them. Yeah. That's basically what you just guys said, were having so. like 175 into 15. Yeah. The scoring average on that hole is lower than the average score scoring average on par fours on the PGA Tour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a hard par four. Wow. Uh, JT, tough start to the week. Shot 74 in round one. Came home in a fury 67, 61, 65. Struggled with the putting early on. Putted very well over the weekend. He was positive strokes game putting as I wrote this in my notes, and then he ended up just about a half shot underneath. But... His putting is going to be worth watching. It was not very good last year. Did not start great this year. It was worth watching on Thursday, just not for the reasons yes. that he would hope. But uh, it was crazy to see how like not close he looked on Thursday, and just to see what happened over the last three days yes. was insane. He might he might significantly fuck people up. <laughs> yes. Sony, that that's going to be an, an easy bet. Here, I mean, it's it's a kind of a full circle here at Kapalua for JT. But you know, tough year last year. They did, the keep, they did keep talking about what great karma he had at Kavalua, which was... Well, but I was also thinking, like, now maybe. it was just kind of seeing him out there. He's got, you know, new clothing, new sponsors. Like new it's caddy. All, new caddy. Like, yeah. there's a lot a lot of change going on for JT. So, good to see him playing well. Uh, he has a um, prestige worldwide nominee on his, on his chest for sponsor that name. I have no idea what it means. Lineage. What do you guys think Lineage does? Um... Uh, I don't know, some sort of. Does Neil get like special, like separate, like sponsorship? <laughs> he always no, 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 no. works just, in free I, ads. I, I love that. That's one thing that's fascinating to me about golf. It's just like, you know, this like, there's so many random companies. You have no idea. I'm gonna what they guess do. it's some sort of vague investment situation. Okay, what do you got? Uh, su- uh supply chain management. Close. It's frozen food deli- like, de- like. <laughs> 
trucking, frozen food <laughs> trucking and storage and really? distribution and yeah, it's that's like frozen foods. Did you guys see the paychecks? Refrigerated, <laughs> refrigerated food. Trucks. All right, that's enough of the free ads. I know the paychecks thing just blew me away. What's like, that? Whoa, I don't know what even what the company is. They just sponsored golfers in like 1991. Yeah, remember you always had like Jeff Sluman have like <laughs> yeah. a paychecks hat on. It's there was sick. A, like a new paychecks commercial. And on I just, well, I telecast. guess what I get fascinated by is like how, how did that happen? Like who did they play to golf at a you <laughs> That's know from, charity yeah. event? And the guys like, yeah, this JT guy's cool. Like, I'm gonna call my VP of marketing. Hey, for get this guy one thousand. Get on this guy's chest. Yeah. It's Team Excel for you, it's right crazy. there. It's crazy. I love it. So anyway, lineage in early early favorite for the prestige worldwide award. <laughs> The Roman ad. First of all, we're we're zooming past like the innuendos <laughs> in in, in uh, golf advertising. Now it's just straight sex. Like yeah. it's sex sells, baby. But honey mustard. <laughs> yeah. My my wife laughed out loud with the you know I won't spoil it for anybody. But the the good uh, the payoff punchline at the yeah. end. My yeah. wife laughed out loud and it like scared the shit out of me because I was like we hadn't you know we're just kind of sitting there watching. I was like oh well you know. You've seen it 150 times. It I was gonna say it's gonna some of its luster. It's gonna get old very quickly, of course. But yeah, between that and 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 Rolf waxing poetic in Hawaii, I was kind of getting in the mood there on Friday night. <laughs> watching Did you get what you wanted? Watching out of Rolf? Oh, he's the best. I love it. He's he's so passionate about Hawaii. I we used to joke with him a lot about it. He like took it very in stride and like punched kind of back about it. And I always appreciated that about the, Rolf. Uh, God, they had on Friday. They they had a. I don't know who was putting. Maybe like. Van Royen, and in the background, some guy was just shredding in the like <laughs> Honolulu Hon- Bay. Honolulu Bay, yeah. and but nobody mentioned anything. It was just like you know the camera guy's like, oh shit, look at this. <laughs> this, is, this should win a fucking Emmy. It was like straight out of Endless Summer. It was awesome. I was gonna say, speaking of wildlife, we went on the twenty four different different tangents since then. But Bryson no longer in the dumb hat. <laughs> that was huge. What a development! Yeah. It like honestly, it took me like nine holes to notice. I'm like. Oh, like something's a little different about Bryson. Has, has anybody asked him about it in an interview? I would assume that's in the police report, I'm sure. So, because <laughs> I'd love to hear like his reasoning, which is probably like, yeah, you know, I analyzed the data and I, <laughs> I got sick of people calling me a chode. <laughs> so I decided it was time to, time to just. No, I think it'd be the opposite. No, I like what they, I don't, I'd laugh when they call yeah. me a chode. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. I, I think it's great. I don't know why they called me a chode. Also, I tweeted after Thursday night, Thursday's round, 200 mile an hour ball speed felt easy today. Let's see what I have in the tank tomorrow. How did that go? Like, I don't know if he got up? there. I don't know if he got there. I don't know. He kind of, yeah, his first week there as a, speaking of being on putting watch with no greens books, Bryson had a tough day today. He shot one on, one under today, which was actually quite literally a tough day. He was eh, 18th in strokes game putting this week. Nothing, nothing really too noteworthy in this one, but he's coming to Wiley. How fun is that going to be? I'm really excited for that. I mean, he's. I'd have like to a, look at a map again to see what he's going to be able to pull off. But yeah, I remember when JT was cutting corners yeah. that we hadn't seen people do before. Imagine what Bryson's going to be able to do. No, for sure. And that's again where it's going to. You know, all this stuff is going to be very fun in the in the short term. It feels a little bit like some of the stuff we were saying at Wingfoot, right? Where it's like when one guy does it, it's a blast. When like a bunch of guys do it, it I don't think it's a harbinger of great things to come. But I'm going to have a blast watching Bryson for sure. Week. Uh, P has enlisted, of course, in the troops. Uh, I think the only speaking club, of tough weeks, the only club in his bag is uh, the driver. That's what I heard. I believe. Which uh, I yes. don't know. That's what they tweeted. They tweeted at me. PXG did. Yeah. What they say? Got involved. Uh, I forget. I I was being snarky and I was saying how much how excited I was because P was in last place with a brand new set of like brand new set of clubs and like hot mics going on. Not a lot of fans. I was like he might like 
lights and people on fire today on Friday. And uh, unfortunately, shot 63. But I think PXG, I don't know. They waited in and said. Uh, <laughs> Roll around like a pig in the mud. <laughs> What'd you say, sweetheart? You regret that. Defcon 2. At DJ Pie. I don't think it was Dr. Bob MD himself that waited, but it was. Uh, Cut that out. It was uh, someone from their social team joined the conversation. I think he's only playing a, their driver, and it's like an old driver. What? But I could be wrong. I could have misinterpreted the tweet. I don't. I. I don't know. I didn't pay too close attention. Yeah, I don't know. He was 36th in strokes gained off the tee this week. So Poor worth P. keeping an eye on that one. Yeah. Uh, PGA Tour Live debuted on ESPN Plus this past week. Did you guys get to watch much of that? I watched a little bit. Uh, I thought it was, you know, it was great. Like, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it changed my life, but it was, uh, felt just like watching PJ Tour live from last year. I did not get a chance to. Let me ask you this. Was it easy to find, easy to log in, easy to? Yeah. If okay. you have ESPN, I have, I watch it on my Apple TV. So like the ESPN app on my Apple TV, just right to ESPN Plus and super easy. It's just in there amongst all the other sports. I saw, I think Shackelford was tweeting some screenshots of, like the the cool thing about ESPN, right, is you have all these other sports that they're broadcasting. So they do kind of like the simulcasts of, you know, you're watching football in one window and you're watching golf in another window, and you can like that's something that obviously wasn't possible with PJ Tour Live. So I think there's a ton of upside. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. I, I think there was some whispers that it might be this, you know, production nightmare that they were turning the keys over. It was all like new people and new processes and they had never really done Kapalua before and it was great. I thought it was pretty seamless. I, I remain optimistic so I gotta check it out. And I don't want to give a full review on it just yet. One, because I didn't get to watch a lot. But two, also, this is this is kind of the bare bones yet. Yeah, this is not the, you know, the main feed that's going to be coming when they come back mainland at the American Express. This is a PGA Tour live light, basically, for what the offerings will be, which is Expected, understandable for I, I'm I'm amazed and kind of surprised that they're out in Hawaii. Like that's not yeah. that's not a simple thing to do. One of my favorite pictures of the, is always when Golf Channel tweets like the image the of like container. the shipping container of all of the Golf Channel stuff leaving Hawaii and heading for California for or I don't know if it's heading for do they kind of do a skip ahead? Do they have a couple mobile units? I, I think don't know. They have but, at least two or three because they have to send. I think they always send the one if I'm remembering right. I think they send the one from Kapalua to the Hualalai event, the Champions Tour Oh, event. Okay, okay. And then I think there's also one at Sony, and then I think they kind of skip over. The next one goes to Palm Springs, and then they gotcha. go to Phoenix or but wherever they're it, That always reminds me of, next. I don't know if it was like four or five years ago, and there was like a strike with oh, the, oh, those yeah. camera That's, guys. Yeah. At Sony. That's at Sony, right? That, right? Ruled. that was so sick. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> Foltz was up in one of yeah. the towers. <laughs> like, all right, everybody, everybody grab a camera. We're, we're doing it live. That was sick. <laughs> They had uh, some some weird stuff was going on Thursday with the with the seven second button uh, and not to if we can do a quick hamstring I don't have a whole lot from this week I thought it was totally fine coverage whatever uh, <laughs> like I don't have a lot to complain sure. about uh, but they were hitting it was almost like anytime a player started to talk like everything went dead quiet and I don't know if it was someone getting a, a quick trigger and, and a, a, afraid of cuss words that were to come or something like that but it was a horrible look and it stuck out to pretty much everyone to just. Worst thing you can do is just like let people like treat people like idiots and act like we can't deduce what they're saying. Which if every one of those things was something horrible being said, <laughs> golf yeah. would be really hard to watch. I, I would push back and say the the worst thing you can do is probably what happened at Kapalua last year. Probably, <laughs> yeah. The probably. second worst thing is what, is what you're. I'm describing. sure there was a production meeting that was like, "All right, guys, <laughs> let's we keep it look out really for the tight. Mics are going to be hot let's out keep there. It. There's no fans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing, the only thing I would say this week that. Um, 
actually my fiance Carson brought up that she's like, how can you, you need how can you stand this? You need to tread lightly where you're going here. What's that? On the levels. No. The, oh, I the, thought you were talking about the le- like the levels they had out there on the ground. No, I know no, Carson no, was the, pissed the level, about the levels. I'm in on the levels. She, <laughs> Dude, she was, was like, great. enough with the props. I'm like, no, get, <laughs> oh, take that, that away. Great. I was not Carrot top All right, sorry, there. sorry, proceed. It was the the airplane or well, the, they're, what they're is that? They're nuking the, the mics. Like, they're turning the mics up so loud trying to catch conversations so then you can't, like... You can't pick like I just want to listen yeah. to the voice. Like they're also getting like there's so many airplanes yeah. circling because there's so many like I assume just you know tours of the island sure. and all kinds of. But that that drone is a little <clears throat> yeah, bit the, the low drone just constantly kind of that's the only thing that ruins the uh, I think until the we, Mahalo yeah. Aloha vibe until we get some mic'd up players. I think that's going to be the the sure. price we got to pay. Yeah. Uh, Thank but, you for a look inside the production truck there. <laughs> sure. Thank you. The levels were sweet, though. Yes. I'm, 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 okay, I'm waiting all on the that, people too. Being, yeah, all Carson the, could take that away. All the people being, uh, you know, pessimists about the le- At least they're out there yeah. trying shit. And yes. Noda's out there rolling. John Wood's out there rolling well, balls. On, on Friday, Thursday or Friday, uh, the guys in the booth were kind of trolling uh, Nota for the levels. <laughs> What's up with that, by the way? We got to get to Rolf that. Rolf keeps saying yeah. that. He hits him with Nota. No, Nota. 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 What do you think, Nota? <laughs> 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 it's like, Okay. But uh, they were like, oh, my, you know, like, they, I don't know. They were just kind of clowning. And then the levels just keep coming back and coming back. So then they got on they got on board with the levels. Well, that's great. It's yeah, almost I'm like they should you. be having fun out there. 100%. You know? Make it, make 100%. it enjoyable make it to watch. Weird. Yeah. I'm on, I'm, I, don't pin that take on me. Okay. Good. Uh, I, w- I will say. I'll that address by, that with Carson. Yes. By Sunday, a simple relay of like, yeah, sure. 10 degrees slow. Put a little graphic up there. But not everybody's watching all four I know. You know, I they're, know. They're out there. I, I That was you know, I'm with you on Amsterdam. I don't have a lot of bad yep. stuff to say. I has a lot of positive stuff to say. That's a good Rolf, vibe. Rolf, you mentioned was great. I Kurt thought Byron's Kurt Byron's awesome. He does such a good job. They're out there. It's it's just very, very cool to see them clearly like trying different stuff, right? And whether it's props, whether it's... Uh, Do you hear this story John Wood told about Steve Williams? Uh, he was talking about Steve... Like they're talking about how undulated the back nine is and... Uh, how hard of a walk it is. We heard that from Phil, obviously. John Wood was talking John Wood was talking about uh he said he emailed Steve Williams to uh to confirm this story and he bet Tiger one year when they were out there that he could run the entire back nine touching every T box at every green in under thirty minutes. And he went and did it in twenty eight minutes. Really? Which that's for, awesome. For anyone who's been to Kabalua, that is astounding. Uh and also I was gonna say last time I'll say this, but for anyone going to Kabalua uh, don't think you're going to shoot 33 under. It's really fucking hard. I bet as like a resort golf course because of all the elevation change. Yeah. I played there and shot a billion. Like it's, so that's an even bigger. Like there are two games of golf going on. There's real golf and there's like PJ Tour golf. And that is the one thing I'm amazed at their ability to very quickly adjust to like horrifically downhill lives yeah. like way but be- like it's balls so way below your feet and yes. control the ball the way they because that's not of course they're incredibly talented but that's not the question that's asked of them almost anywhere like yeah. augusta i know has a lot of slopes and things like that but this is it's a very unique situation so in conclusion on the hamstrand part the formula for you know golf channel golf on televisions is very simple if you ask me it's just no foul though. Like that's all. That's all. You, that's all it takes. Like the whole vibe is so much different and better. Um, do you want to talk about the mutton chops? I do. Let's <laughs> let's get to one last thing and then we can get into mutton chop gate. Rapsodo dot com slash nlu promo code nlu for one hundred dollars off a mobile launch monitor. You've heard us talk a lot about these mobile launch monitors. I did a little quick check in with my ball speed. Mm. You know, I have a goal this year of getting to one eighty. 
We're well short of it, as it turns out. All right, we're, we're, what are we at? we're working our way know. up. I hit 170, and it okay. hurt a little bit to yeah. do that. So sure. yeah, threw the oblique out a, a lot little bit. of work to do. These things are very accurate. They get within two percent of units that cost twenty thousand dollars. Actually, so if you add two, so you could on, be at yeah. like 172. You never know. Rap Soto Mobile Launch Monitor automatically tracks your stats and stores video with Shot Tracer. It's helpful for club gapping, understanding true distances for each club. Also, it's just super helpful to see a spray chart at the end of your practice session of where you hit every ball. You might think you have a good understanding of how, you know, where your misses go, a short right miss, how far does that go? If you want to actually see it, it lays an image right over the driving range you're practicing on. It's incredible. It gives you immediate feedback, creates a better practice environment, keeps you from mindlessly hitting balls. It's very portable. It's the size of a rangefinder. You can use it indoor and outdoor. Rapsoto.com slash NLU, promo code NLU for $100 off and a 30-day premium trial as well when you use code NLU. You think, Cam, I, you think Cam Smith knows how far his irons go? Probably a little bit. <laughs> can so, there can you I get a... A commitment from you? Sure. When you hit 180, can we get a 180? Yes, 100%. 100%. Okay. I'll get there. You guys were you guys were you guys were a little hard on me on, on my goals for for getting to I was honest. I I still I don't know why you feel the need that you have to hit the ball farther cuz I think you hit it plenty far. But can DJ I, made a point that maybe you're playing in some, you know, cocktail tour events where guys are blowing it by you. I don't get the sense that they I, are. Maybe Neil's blowing it by him. I, I honestly, and I hate to say this. <laughs> not really, not really. Like I want to, I want to be you off the tee. Like that's what I want to be. Go back but and listen I, to that Rory pod, man. Like, I know. What he said about I, I hit it like five yards on a good. Like you constantly were were trading you, the title belt. But out there. you, you have dialed back. Like you've dialed back and are now. So you used to, you've always been longer than me, but I used to be a better driver than you because I was in play more often. Okay. And now you are in play as much as I'm in play, and you're a little longer than me. Like you're a better driver of the golf so ball. So you want to get. Basically, you want to up your max so that you can rep out. Yeah, I don't at, really at a comfy need, speed. I'm not honestly trying to bomb it. I just want easier speed. And okay. one thing, my thing was like, I wanted a goal to improve in golf. Better club head speed is going to help you in so many other ways than just off the tee. But I wanted something also that was going to improve. Like practicing a bunch of irons and practicing chipping and putting is not going to help me in normal everyday life. But if I'm doing like workouts to help me drive it further, that also helps me in everyday life. Sure. So it's a good kind of that's two, goal. Two birds, it's one stone. spreading the goal out across a couple different objectives. Well, if you want to hear a shred, Solly, it's on that trap draws <laughs> goals pod. He wasn't there for. I wasn't it, able so. to be a part of it. But we didn't shred him. We're no, I thought we were fair. We're I think totally we were fair. just. I was just asking the questions yeah. that everybody else is probably asking while they're listening. So it's a good stretch goal. Uh, do you want to talk about chop uh, mutton chop game? I don't know why we're talking about this in January when this for was for set everyone listening. This is this is Finau. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know. I mean, I don't know where to start. We we made a bet at the beginning of last year. You you tell me when I'm wrong here because my memory gets a little hazy. We made a bet that you said he was going to win what 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you're going to go there already? Something like that. This is two years ago now. This is 2020. Okay. We had a spirited debate sitting right here, and I said he would win an event. I no, think he, I said he'd win two events. events. He'd win two events before the end of the year. I think it was three, but we can. It was two. It, it, it was two. It was two. And he, uh, the, the pandemic happened, so then you extended it through the end of the West Coast swing. But you also At much, much pleading from you because uh, he clearly well, wasn't going to win anything. Of course, but you also <laughs> conceded that he sure. would have won the waste management, but he went and played the bone saw invitational <laughs> as well. So, anyways, I lost that bet. The stakes of that bet were an, an on air apology. For the bet, will you apologize for Fino? And I said I will. If he doesn't win, I will. And I paid that bet, which is pretty toothless. But just keep that, that was in the back the bet. of your mind. But, but that, that was, was what bet. we that agreed on. Yes, yes, yes. That's what we agreed yes. on. Now we, at that time when I made the apology, I said I will also bet you guys for the remainder of the year. I will bet you he wins. 
you know, I think we had the Florida swing through the end of, you know, the FedEx Cup playoffs. I said he's going to win an event this year, and you said no, he won't. Like I said, no, I, I believe I you. said, of course he is. And Randy said, no, 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 we're taking the bet. I said, All right, <laughs> Which I whatever. actually think I was saying in this exact chair, and that's pretty much how it went. Because DJ's stance has always been, he should win. Yes. that's the bet, and he did win. Yes. Okay. And so, so the what stakes was, of what that, were the stakes? The stakes were I said if he doesn't win by the end of this year, and I'll bet you this on this, I will shave my beard into Faldo mutton chops. Okay. And you hesitantly, but you took that bet, and Randy did as well. Again, I blacked out during this. I don't, I don't remember wow. a lot of this, but I, tr- I trust that that's how it went down. So you owe mutton chops. Yes, okay. as does Randy. Okay, as does Randy. Uh, I, I will ensure that that gets done, which okay. we will do. But we, I, I tweeted something. Uh, let's skip now to this week. Fino's uh, beard absolutely asinine. Looked outrageous. It's not even a beard. It's like a Jay Buner chin. Bu- it's not even a chin strap. It's the <laughs> I don't even know what you it looks call like it. He just like dipped like just the tip of his chin in like a. It's jar sweet. Of paint. It's like it's what the, looks, the it's get very, up I was rocking in Tallahassee. Yeah, very Durstian. Yeah, Fred Durstian. Very Durstian. <laughs> yeah. Very I ten. The I ten corridor look. So I said, if he wins a major, I'll I'll do it. Me and Randy are gonna do it. And then we there was some back and forth in Slack, and I think we agreed on. I was trying to get you to say if he didn't win. The bet was going to be if he didn't win for the whole year, you had to do it. If you won a major, me and Randy would do it. You've pushed back on that. You've pushed us back to the middle. to where Which I which, think is fair. I'm do, with like, Solly yeah. on this. The, the bet is pretty black you and white. You do see how like, ridiculous your bet if was. If he wins or if he doesn't is yeah. the bet. Like there, It can't be like you were trying to Well, no, like, I was trying to get a little odd because like, of course he's going to win. Like He's one of the best players but in the world. But it's literally 50-50 on DraftKings. Like right. It was 50-50. We proposed this He's to them. He's got a good point. No, he does, which is why I agreed to it. Yeah, I said, and in. also like his performance this week, like you were playing good. You threatened to take it public so that people would harass me about the <laughs> about wanting the bet to be fifty fifty. Of course, PCs. Get, my lawyers get his ass, dude. Yeah, get his ass. My lawyers advised me to do that. That was you know. Uh, All right. So what are the stakes? The the, the beard. You have to wear the phenal. No, I thought beard. it was okay. That's so not, but the mutton chops are separate. No, I'll pay okay. the mutton chops separate. That's. Yeah. That's being arbitrated elsewhere. Okay. How long uh, do you have to keep the chin strap for him? I think at least 24 hours. Oh, okay. Right? I was going to say five days, but sure, that's fine. I was going to say a week, too. Three days. 72 hours. Let's let's not Ooh, get look who's here. not no, confident I, in no, no, I think that's that's what happened. No, 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 no. There was a precedent oh. set. A precedent set with the NLU census from years ago when I had to do the skullet. It was 72 hours. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Dude, I shaved USA into the side of my head, and I held it for five days. So let's go. Two, well, how about two two full days, forty eight hours? Okay, that, that feels fair. Okay, two full and and just got you know got to be available for. It can't be like, like on you got to go to the grocery store. <laughs> you got you know you have to like you have to go join society at least a little bit. Like go about your normal business. Can't just can't just. Where are you in this? Are you gonna pick a side or you're just watching from the sidelines? Come play with me. It's more fun on this side. No, so it's am I gonna, way am more I fun on root, this side. Root for Finau. I mean, he's gonna win. I know. Like, of course he's going to win. That's the whole fucking like point. Smart it is not 50-50. It's, I know it is 50-50 on paper. You know it's not 50-50. It's 100% 50-50. No, it's not. But I also like dumb facial hair. So <laughs> Come on in. Then that would mean... What do you think going. is going to happen? That's I think he's going to win. Okay, come on with me. <laughs> All right, I'll ride with Solly. Let's I'm do in, it. I'm in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join the Big Tone. <laughs> I'm in with the Big Tabernacle. The Tone Let's Rangers. Go. Tone <laughs> Rangers. Solly and I are the Tone Rangers. Let's go. All right, Randy better be with me. I think he's already... I don't no, think you wrote to me. He hasn't committed yet. Okay. Um, in other news, Inverness to host the 2027 <laughs> U.S. Women's Open. Purse goes to 10 
million dollars from $5.5 million this year. Let me ask you guys this. Is it a big deal that the U.S. Women's Open will now have a presenting sponsor? First USA USGA championship to have one. No, if that's what it takes to get the job done. I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I think means to an end, 100% cool with that. That's great. I, I That's full stop for me. I think especially in a sport, you know, on the women's side that it's been pretty evident that purses should and need to grow to even come close to the men's side and just in general should grow. Like if any way to get it done, I salute Mike Juan and the team for this. Can I run this, the future U.S. Women's Open lineup by oh, you guys? It's so good. 2022 this year, Pine Needles. 2023, Pebble Beach. 24, Lancaster Country Club. 25, Aaron Hills. 26, Riviera. 27, Inverness. 29, Piners 2, double dip, back-to-back with the men's yet again. 15 years after the the successful one in 2014. How fun is that? Unbelievable. awesome. That's just exciting news on the U.S. Women's Open. I don't know how much of that was in the works already and how much of that should just go. I know there was a lot of uh, probably rightful praise to Mike Wan, but if that wasn't in the works before he showed up and he pushed that through already, then holy hell. Who's the presenting sponsor? ProMedica. I've never heard of them. That's Neil, maybe that's why they Neil do. just wanted to make sure he got another sponsor. No, I was just <laughs> curious. Like I thought, maybe it was, but that's even more interesting. Of like, good for ProMedica making sure. a splash. They deserve to be called out. Exactly. There you go. I agree with that. I agree with that. A little bit of a prestige worldwide situation. Sure, though, sure, sure. For, for the USGA. Can you guys kick off the next topic for us? Oh my God, we're going. We're going to the we're the web three point zero. The, the web three news of the week. The links Dow. What does DAO stand for? Do you guys know what DAO stands for? Decentralized something organization. Decentralized autonomous organization, I I believe. So I obviously, we're going to get probably the bored apes are going to be coming (laughs) for our throats here for for even discussing this. It's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. (laughs) You need to change your password. They're coming after your apes. 100%. We are in their crosshairs now. Uh, But I want to call out that there's been, I picked up on this news, links DAO, They've uh, create. They're trying to buy a top 100 golf course, um, and they've created a digital golf club on the internet by selling an NFT. What's an NFT, Deej? A non fungible token. That's right. It's a non fungible token. It's it a means, Microsoft. You basically have a what's ticket. That mean? JPEG. For this situation, I think it means that you have a, a basically you bought a, a ticket, or the best way to put it is you bought a preferred seat license, which I've always thought were really fucking stupid. At like stadiums, it would basically you paid up front to then. Pay them for your season get, tickets. To get in line. To get in line. Yeah, so you're paying for your spot in line. But it's a non-fungible spot in line, meaning nobody else can cut you in line. Or they you, uh, apparently, unless you're an idiot, like with this Bored Ape stuff where people have been stealing their, their <laughs> NFTs, nobody can – people can steal it from you, but you can't fake it is, I guess, the, uh, the difference there. The, the technology cannot be hacked in, in theory. Which is – I think there's an interesting use case for this, which I'll, I want to call out in a second. But I want to call out the, the Refuge, which is our message board. And we have also have a, a digital membership or club, if you will, which is called the Nest. And the Nest members have been active, helping me keep up with this. There's a thread on the message board. You can find it by becoming a member. Uh, but good thing is... You can buy our NFT. Well, no, the Lynx DAO is like people paying like thousands of dollars. <laughs> Ours is 90 bucks a year. So, man... I guess we underpriced it. I don't know. Because no right now, all they're getting is a message board and the potential to play in a golf meetup until they figure out where to where to buy this top 100 course. So I think, the you know, it's, the value in the nest is crazy. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> NoLayingUp.com forward slash nest. Anyway. Forward slash nest or join? Or forward slash join. Excuse me. God, I blew that. Um, 
So I think the discussion on the message board, though, has been the perfect amount of, like, knowledgeable but really sarcastic. I mean, there's been, like, a what? Lynx Dow guy that has a contributor who's in there. And, and I appreciate him coming in and kind of laying out, like, hey, here's what, here's what we're up to. And then there's a lot of skeptical, you know, avid golfers in there. Sure. But then there's a good amount of optimism sprinkled in. So I feel like I've learned a lot. And a lot of these guys have been uh, combing through the fine print. So I, I really appreciate the back and forth that I've been reading. Can I just say this whole world, both with crypto, NFTs, metaverse, Decentraland 3.0, all this stuff, I've spent an extraordinary amount of time in the last month like reading and learning about it. Can't explain it to anybody still. Like I, I, no matter how much time I pour yeah. into it, I still, I think I understand it, but I cannot explain it. Like my dad is asking me all this question. I'm like, yo, I, I don't ha I don't have it. Like I, I can't teach it to you. It makes sense in my head, but I can't explain the, it. The best I can do in my head is like some analogies and with the, the, you know, NFT stuff, it's like a little bit of like, what's the use case, right? It's like, all right. So I, what I see for like the NFTs for a use case would be like, I feel like Augusta national should be looking really hard at NFTs because if they made their tickets an NFT, then all of those people reselling them, they'd know immediately. Like you, they could, you know how they like to pull their tickets from people. If you resell them, it's the hardest ticket in sports to get. That would completely, you know, it, it would, it would be a way for the organization or entity that gave you a ticket to something to then make money on the resale of that ticket. Or if it's like air Jordans, the resale of those Jordans on the secondary market, like, a percentage of that could come back to the organization. So there's like, I guess down the road, there's a, um, there's a know, lot of future use uses case. for them, but in the a big difference too, that I think myself and a lot of people are struggling with too, is like NFTs are not just like artworks. Like they're not like, you know, uh, the analogy that's used for a lot of NFTs is that it's like baseball online, baseball trading cards, right. Sure. Or, or works of art. But like that is there's collectibles within that are non fungible. That's like, all right, if you buy Bitcoin, like that is a fungible token. Like every piece of Bitcoin is equal to the next piece of Bitcoin. It's all the same. They're fungible, but non-fungible is like you have a unique code basically that goes with this digital asset that you own. So if you own a bored ape, like you own that one, uh, you know, you pay $12,000 for it. You're hoping to sell it to somebody for 20 or whatever, but you own the one, one of one for that or however many there are for that. That's non-fungible. That's not equal to bored ape, number 18 that's down the road that somebody else has. Those are, that's. And, but, but the hard part for people to understand is like somebody could also just like, yeah, you own that copy, but someone could also just have like a, a copy, like a digital image. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, it's like what do you actually that, own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you own? Like, it's very easy on the internet to just like, cool, I'm just going to like uh, take a screenshot and <laughs> that's now, like technically it's not your board eight, but like, I think people are having trouble like, what's the point, right? Yeah. And I get that because I feel that way too. So when I saw this Link's Dow thing, I'm like, my first reaction was kind of like, oh man, a little bit of FOMO. Like maybe we should be exploring this stuff and, and like doing something like that. Maybe we could do something like that with the Nest. And then I get into it and I'm like, man, the more I read about it, it's like uh, the pros, it's like they've raised $11 million for something that doesn't exist yet, which is awesome. Like that, good for them. That's really cool. And I hope like with the, you know, the goal of buying a top 100 golf course, like if they can buy a top 100 golf course, run it and keep 10,000 people happy and allow those 10,000 people that have now bought like the, the right to then buy a membership, yeah. like happy in some capacity, I'm rooting for them. Right. But then we've got the guys uh, on the refuge, like digging into some of the fine print. And it's like, 
Yeah, it's pretty tough. So I want to I want to read something real real quick. And then shout out to my guy Barry Goldberg on the Refuge. This is quote from the terms of service. You understand that the development of Links Dow's business is a significantly risky venture, and you acknowledge and assume the risk that Links Dow may not be able to complete substantially or in part the acquisition of a golf course or any other aspect of its operations. And furthermore that a significant portion of the funds generated by the membership NFT drop are expected to be retained by LinksDAO Inc. for any lawful business purposes. Your purchase of an NFT could lead to the complete loss of your money and no payments will be returned. Which I think, I, I'm totally guessing, and I'm, I'm quickly, like you guys, way out of my depth on all this stuff. But I was reading, did you listen to that podcast about the Constitution DAO stuff? And I did not. All the, the whole group, same thing. The whole group was trying to... Uh, buy a like one of the original copies of the constitution and they raised all this money and then they got outbid by like a hundred thousand dollars by i forget one of our one of your billionaire associates i'm sure from the northeast neil a private equity <laughs> and uh but the point was because of the way that that dow was set up all that money was only set to be like all that money was only useful towards the purchase of this document and because they couldn't purchase the document the money, money all went back all the money goes back yeah this seems like they're circumventing that and saying yes. like no no no, we don't want that problem so like if we don't get the golf course we're just going to hang on to the money as and we'll do something else with administrative it. Fees. so so and that's the thing i and i want to say that like i i it sounds like the guys that are doing this have great intentions and i and i it, it feels like there's a lot of great energy so i don't i'm not trying to like yuck any yums here and and be you know an asshole but it's like, okay, so what, let's say they do have good intentions, but this is like, what if people don't have good intentions and they carbon copy and paste this idea? Like who's, and, and then the, the people are like, oh yeah, this is great. It's going to like democratize golf and stuff. It's like, well, wait a second. The only people now, everyone's anonymous. So you have no, con there's no filter for like the no asshole policy at a golf club. And so basically if you have the money and you want to buy one of these memberships or one of these NFTs to then buy the membership, like anybody with the money can do it. So you have no control over like who joins. And not only that, but the more money you put in, the more voting rights you have, which, yes. is, <laughs> which is very like, well, I wonder who's going to have the biggest set. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> wait a second. Like the, that's the part of this where I'm like, okay, yeah. it's cool technology. And it's a, it's a, you know, it's an interesting story to me, but I'm like, what problem is it solving? Like that, people are like, oh, country clubs suck. It's like, well, this sounds like a worse version of like, the country club <laughs> yeah. without any of the checks and balances on like, Yo, we don't want that guy to join. Like, he stinks. No, exactly. And that's what, yeah. Again, I, I've spent probably less time than you even looking looking into it. And yeah, a lot of the energy feels very like, no, 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 no. Like, we're taking it back, man. We're like, we're we're democratizing this stuff. We're, we're doing it. Like, you don't understand. Like, this is going to be a thing where like only members have like voting rights. And we're going to raise all this money together. And then we're going to choose the property. And then we're going to all set the rules together. It's like, well, do you know, like, how isn't that like how country clubs work? Yeah, I know <laughs> that's just the thing. Like it's just cash. like a sexier way of doing it. <laughs> you can't, so, you can't cheat. Like, what has got us into this problem with golf in the first place? Like, you can't. Yes, you can't like just bypass the ex exclusivity, the cost of land. You can't have ten thousand members and get through a tee sheet in one day. Exactly. You, you can't. The, uh, the only way to do it is like subsidy. Yes, somebody you know, has to like cover. Somebody it. has to pay for or it. Or maybe yes. it's a. It's not just going to magically like get cheap. And so no. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's like, a, did all these guys just buy an NFT to pay for, you know, did ten thousand people buy an NFT so that five hundred people can then join that have the money can now join the club? That's what so it then, seems like. So it's ninety five hundred people are going to be, what? Maybe they go to a meetup. Like, how? It's just like, man, that's a. So I'm I'm, 
fascinated to see how this plays out. And again, like I, I expect to get a lot of feedback on us discussing this. Like I'm open to like tell me why I'm wrong, right? Like, but I'm I feel like I've spent more time than I needed to this week reading about this, being like Still, like, I hate saying this, but, like, I want to raise my hand and be like, yo, I don't get it. I would love somebody to explain right? to me, like, why is this not, like, a huge Kickstarter? Like, I, I get, what's, what's I honestly feel like I kind of understand the technology and why the technology is a little different than regular crowdsourced crowdfunding or, you know, the way a country club works now. And, but I, I don't understand why this DAO is different than any other country club and how it gets around like the problems that country clubs have why they're exclusive is because you can't serve that many people and keep them all happy yeah now country club yeah like golf is too exclusive I get that I'm here for like let's democratize golf I just don't think this is in any way doing that that's what I'm getting at so like I'm I'm almost sick of that argument someone else tell me why this is valuable it seems again. This is uh, I, I fear you know the, being a part of the what is internet clips from the 1994 in this. But I'm with you in terms of like I don't know what uh, yeah what 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 really part what this is solving like what what, what I feel it's like that news cycles are so in on this whole idea of NFTs right now that it's like NFTs have now hit the this you know, the collectibles industry now they've hit golf like print it they're doing this here's what they're doing. Print it at CNBC or wherever these articles are going without well, like actually clicks. like it'll yeah, be clicks exactly right? without like actually being like hey like what is, how is this structure actually going to work when they say straight up in their terms of service like yo we don't know how this is going to work at all not only that every story like every news story that I which to your point it's like I honestly thought the best stuff I read was on the refuge. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. All the, all a the, bunch of board lawyers like all, talking about the terms of service yeah. and putting it in layman's terms. All, it was awesome. All the news stories were like, "You're never going to believe these people just raised eleven million dollars to go buy a golf course." Like, well, no, the money's not no, for didn't. the golf yeah. course, though. And, and like, they got, just explicitly said they're not spending it on we that. We got a couple guys in there that are like in in the Discord. I don't want to blow them up because they might get you know thrown out of the bar. But like, <laughs> they're they're and what they're putting in our message board is like, it's not really like. Good or bad, it's just like here's what they're here's what's being talked about, and I'm, and I would I'll say this too, like the last six months, I got a friend I used to work with in San Francisco that runs and works in a company doing NFT stuff, and I sent him a message I was like, hey, what could, what could NLU do with an NFT? Like I've thought about this a good amount for like the Nest and what we do, and I keep coming back to every every NFT idea I have for NLU it doesn't seem valuable to me which is usually a kind of a core thing for us. Like we should do stuff that informs or entertains or interests us. And all the ideas like, ah, that doesn't really interest me. Like digital art, like, I don't know. That feels like, it feels like, um, it feels like I'm trying to get more money from people without offering more value. That's where and I, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? That's where I, again, hand up. I, I probably haven't read as much as I need to, but that's what it always ends up feeling like to me is, like you use the baseball card analogy, Solly, like, and which seems like a really good one for. Uh, I shouldn't say, let me back up. I, I get from like a music standpoint, from a movie standpoint, like I get how you could make, how you could fit a use case like extremely well. I get how a very well known band could do something outrageously awesome, and say like this is only for this NFT holder, and an artist could do that too, right? And but a like who's like whose art is the goal to ever be like, I hope this only gets seen by like three people. Yeah. <laughs> that That's one outside of like a novelty, you know, a novelty thing Two, Well, here's the thing. People are hanging them in their metaverse spaces in their real estate that they're bought. I like, get, it just gets sure. complicated. It's, 
and that's the weird. part where it's like, yeah, maybe I just like again though, totally don't. Get I don't want to live in the yeah. metaverse. <laughs> right. I don't right. want to wear just... an NLU hat in a in a fucking fake world. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. get that that's valuable to a younger generation, maybe. But not to me. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want to spend my time yeah. making that. Yeah. Let me just put my hand. But up I'm not saying it's not. I won't be participating. I'm not that. saying it's not valuable to somebody, and yeah. it, that's great. But like, I I'm opting out. Yeah. <laughs> okay? and, but circling back is like, I, I wish that. Yeah, I wish some of these I, I can do with so much less of the like. You don't understand, man. This is going to revolutionize the world. And it's like, no, I don't think you understand that. Like how clear it is. You're just trying to fucking like build a pyramid scheme or like profit off <laughs> yeah. of somebody down the line here. And straight like, up, just, like you just guys raised 11 million bucks. Like that's awesome. I like, yo, that's really something. But like I would feel so stressed. I know how stressed out we've gotten with our membership and message board stuff. When you feel like you're not delivering, oh my God, I wouldn't be able to sleep right now yeah. if I had $11 million of other people's money and like everybody's telling me what they want me to do because they have governance over it. Fuck. That. I was gonna say we also tried to do an anonymous fake election. On oh the my refuge. god! It didn't go well. It didn't go well. <laughs> we thought it'd be like you know like a civics class in high school. Like oh yeah, this would be fun. It was not. It was not fun. <laughs> oh no, those are good old days when the refuge used to burn to the ground and we'd build it back. No, that sucked. <laughs> on a very different note, report came out this week. Steve Stricker recovering from a health scare put him in Crazy the hospital for story. two weeks. Soaring white blood cell count, inflammation around his heart, hospitalized him for two weeks, and he lost 25 pounds. It said it was not COVID-related, uh, according to the article on uh, golfchannel.com. But that's pretty wild. Wild. Shout out to Gary D'Amato. Always gets gets good stuff in the world of Wisconsin golf. But what a crazy story. Did you read, like, the whole yeah. the whole thing? Unbelievable, man. Lost a ton of weight. Like, it just – it's, it's always wild to me in this, uh, you know, these – times that we live in now when a story like that doesn't get publicized at all until after the fact yeah. you know like it feels a little bit like the read yeah uh oh yeah i was on my like doctors told me i might die story just like wait what how did i not hear about that like last week this has apparently been going on since the Ryder cup it's yeah. just insane so, so yeah speedy uh as speedy a recovery as possible to stricker hopefully yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, the, the source is not really known yet. And you can read the article on golfchannel.com for all the details of it. But uh, yes, as well, speedy, speedy recovery to strict. Couple questions here and then we can wrap. Uh, we made it, we made it, I think only one bone saw comment here so far as we're, mm. you know, over an hour into the podcast here. Question here from Scott Warren. With so many of the top 50 going to Saudi this year, it feels like there's a resigned acceptance from the game and fans that this is now a thing. Much less outrage, much more Alonzo morning GIF. Is it normalized now? Has MBS won? It feels like it, which sucks. I don't know if it's – It maybe it's just going the way that every other sport, like F1, if we want to use that example. It's like Aramco sponsors every title sponsor F1. No one says a word about it. Like I agree with the I, – I, I don't support – can I push Saudis. back on that right there? Because Please. I think the difference in this is like, that's a, a Saudi company and I get the public investment fund. I get all that. But like the players, the people involved are not having to stand there and say great things about that's fair. or the Saudi government or what they're doing. There's there. there's almost like enough of a middle buffer a of organizational yes. relationships where the drivers don't have to. And drivers have, uh, Lewis Hamilton's straight up, like, spoke out about, did not feel comfortable racing there, that they need to be scrutinized for their human rights record. And you don't get any of that in the world of golf, these players that are getting paid huge amounts of, amounts of cash to go play in this tournament and say great things about what's going on in Saudi Arabia. That's it's an important difference that we can't emphasize enough because I still see 
that line getting blurred repeatedly out there. I so. guess it's just a maybe a reaction of like it's it's gone through the news cycle. It is a bit of an Alonzo morning. It's a bit of a helpless thing of like, well, you know, I mean, those guys are all going to make that decision. There's nothing we can do about it. And I guess our choice is not to watch, right? But the or we could be critical, but that's not is that I mean, that's where I like what do you, is that wrong of me to say out loud like, "Oh, well, I'll shrug my shoulders now." Or like that's, No, I, I feel the exact same way. It's like, man, the the coldly like logical part of my brain is looking at what has gone on in the world and what companies they have already kind of quietly softly taken over and what leagues they've you know pushed around and what's probably like it's so clear what's going to happen right which is exactly what the question is kind of spelling out is like yeah each year it's going to get a little quieter and a little quieter and it feels louder than ever this year to me really i think so i I feel like it has washington post just had an article up call it you know that's true golfers going there call it what it is it's it's taking blood money i guess that's that's a pretty widely circulated newspaper calling attention to (laughs) The specific names and people that have committed to it, which if if I the names I found online, uh, Dustin Johnson, Tony Finau, Cam Smith, and Leash recently committed this past week, which I have to admit was disappointing. Tommy Fleetwood, as discussed with him on the podcast this past week, Patrick Reed, Matt Wolf, Phil Mickelson, Bryson, Sergio, Shane Lowry, Bubba, Xander, Ustazen, Lee Westwood. I'm sure there's many more. This but is opposite AT and T. Yes. Yeah. I also wanted to take a moment just to like go down the world ranking list. At least, you know, we name all the guys that are going, give shouts to guys that were, do refuse to take the money and go. <laughs> yeah. That includes Rory, Spieth, JT, Morikawa. I'm sure there's a lot more that I'm not thinking of. Is Hovland going? Don't know. I don't know. Cantlay, is he going? I don't know. But we'll, we'll take a better straw poll of that as it gets closer, guys that, that are not going. But uh, it's, I don't know. I just, you know, I just watched the movie The Lost Leonardo. Oh, oh isn't that good? What a heavy, yeah. heavy hitter. I, oh, that I was awesome. Yeah, but I love that one. Lots of MBS in that, yeah. that movie. No spoilers. Seen it. I was going to say, like, I, I... But it's like every... But I guess the reason I brought that up is, like, it's not just sports. It's art, you know? That, and yeah. watching the Louvre and how they're trying to deal with this. Like, it's just, like... And that's what, to finish everywhere. To finish my point, that's where, like, on the logical side of the brain, it's so clear that the train has left the station and it's running downhill. And I, I think that, you know... I don't know. To me, it feels like I've heard more about like the field this year than I have, you know, the the finger wagging stuff. But it, it just feels like that's going to be less and less. And the other side of my brain is just shrieking that like, man, you have a podcast. Like, shouldn't you guys be talking about this every week? And I the the mix of those two is kind of a weird place. To There's be. a little bit of safety in numbers, I think, this year yeah, for sure. Probably making yes. me feel that way. Where in the past, it's a lot easier to single a guy out, like. You know, like, like, oh, Kokrak, look at him, you know. Yeah. But it's like now it's like, oh, well, shit, like, I like Leash. Yeah. <laughs> I like Cam. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I you just, know, like, I, they, you know, it's like, okay, well, damn. Well, but that's a decision. They're allowed to make that decision. Like, they are. Yeah, they are. They're that, That's the thing, though, is like, they're, no one's questioning the right. It's just the consequences to exercising that right as well. And in, in this era where we, we talk constantly week after week about all of the money that's available on the tour that they're currently playing on and how it's growing and all those things to also take that and also go across the pond and take blood money is just like, it's just disappointing. Like I, I, I will, I follow this sport not for the money that they make. It's for the competition and that gets diluted. I feel like almost every single year, the more the money grows in this and I don't, I'm just confused as to what I'm watching a lot of the times. And this just further dilutes it to be like, what they're getting a bunch of appearance money. I don't care who wins the tournament. It means nothing to me. They're not even really competing for that much 
money or they're not competing for any points or anything. There's some OWGR points there, but it's now an Asian tour event. It's not even a European tour event. And it's just like dude, perfect. somebody like Phil that just got 8 million bucks for winning the pip and is going over to go take uh, more money. Yet. Well, whatever. <laughs> going to go take uh, the Saudi money. Like, yeah, dude, it's, it's pretty disappointing. And I, I, I watched it for the second time a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't, if you haven't watched it, I think it's on Apple TV. Uh, the Dissident, the movie, The Dissident, Brian Fogel film, I believe. It's about uh, MBS, about Jamal Khashoggi, the murder, like all of the gory details of that, and all they've done to suppress any people that speak out against them. And it's like, if I was the tour, I would have said, "All right, you have to have yeah, all. If you want to go, you all have to sit in a room and watch this movie, and then sign that you watched it, and then say that you're going to go play in this." Because it's like that's, like, I just don't think these guys truly understand what they're no, dealing we're, with. We were talking about that the other night. I feel like they have a good sense of, you know, the abstract. Yeah. Of like, yeah, you know, things are tough. I think so, they but think I don't know that they know like the specific. I, I think right? they think I'm going to get criticized for it. I know that yeah. without really actually knowing yeah. why, but it's going to be. It's not going away. I've I've heard a rumor. I cannot confirm this. Heard a rumor that uh, it will not be airing on Golf Channel, mm. which is is different than past years. Mm. I do not know that to be true. I just heard a little a little. Uh, you know, I heard that too. That's <laughs> that's interesting, right? I mean, fuck. There's a lot of good players <laughs> there too. You know, and like, and the views of the Red Sea. Well, of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, God, you talk about Molokai. How about the Red Sea? It's just it's getting in. It's going to get into a very How about the Sinai. It's going to get into a very interesting uh, point. If it's not, I mean, obviously it already is, but it's it's a sneaky good field, man. There's a lot of good players, and it's going to just like you would think. I mean, unless the money stops for yeah. some reason, it's just going to keep getting better. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's tough. Kevin C A five eight nine five zero three one five. I think it's his phone <laughs> number. Uh, is there an explanation for why more pro caddies do not carry lighter bags or stand bags, especially for more difficult walks at courses like Kapalua? Yes. They What's that a, reason? They have a bunch of shit in there that they need. Also, the bigger well, reason. And also, the sponsorship. But yeah, you can have sponsors. I mean, you can have sponsors on other bags too. But I guess not in the front panel. It's a little harder. But. I think it's more so like the, I mean, there's just a ton of stuff you need. You need a rain suit, you need, yeah. especially in a place like Kapalua where shit can just pop up out of nowhere, right? I mean, there's and Matt, of, Maddie told me, Leash's caddy said that it's more there's a lot of padding too. Like yeah. you get, you know, it's like it's actually not as it there, looks really bulky and uncomfortable. He's like, honestly, like when you have that heavy of a bag, the straps have so much padding, right. it's better. I, I would say it's more for the big billboards that they sell for a lot of money to, to people to... Well, for the, sure. The ads, it's ad space for the players. But they're not... The you know, well, Ricky was doing the smaller bag for a while. A little bit. That's the exception to the rule. But I mean, there's not too many of them. I'm, I'm That's why. I, I think if caddies went to them and, and said, like, I can't do this, I need a smaller bag, I think they would be fine with it. Yeah. I think caddies don't do that because they have so much shit in there that they just yeah. need to be, you know, prepared for. JPG... SBC. Uh, I need to pick the, the the questions based on how easy the handles are to read. You should also pick the worst handle every week. <laughs> yes, and give it an award. Like I think Kevin I was Kevin C A gets it this week. That's just fucking bad, dude. <laughs> with, with there only being thirty eight in the tourney of champs this week, and due to the nature of the tournament, this would be about the norm each year. Would you think uh, it an idea to share the date with LPGA Tour and let them play their own tourney of champs at the same time. I love this idea. See, I hate it. I, I, there's so, I, I would not want to watch that at all. I, I just can't, like, can't happen. Can't happen. It's, it's sacred. 
the, the century tournament of champions is just too sacred. Why is history. there why is there no like ever mention or ch- talk about the fact that the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour have a strategic alliance? I don't know. Like the, in the saw, same Meg, way the European Tour does. Meg Atkins was floating the same idea from the Friday this week, and or I guess today, and uh, yeah, it's. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know what like it is all. It's either publicly like lip service and privately it seems like it was mostly just to negotiate the tv deal jointly right and which is a big deal and i'm sure you know both parties were happy about that but yeah the uh, that really got my gears going having like 60 some players men and women mixed you could go alternating tea times i don't even think like it's not even a I mean, as far as like joining, smashing two tournaments together, I'm I'm speaking out of my ass here, but it seems like about the smallest lift you could have, right? I mean, it's the TV's already there. You can there wouldn't be too many players. You can alternate. You don't even you don't need to do some sort of like joint leaderboard. It doesn't need to be anything crazy. Just you're yep. literally just running two both tournaments at the same time. The, I think that's how the Vic Open started, right? Yep. Were they doing that same thing in Australia? And it was awesome to watch. Yep. And just having like how cool would it have been, especially when it becomes such a two horse race today between cam smith and john rom like having being having another entire tournament to cut to on the same golf course would be epic playing the same holes hitting the same shots it would be phenomenal i don't know why that idea hasn't been floated more in years past this is also kind of the first i heard of it separate separate tournament and scoring but like a twosome and a twosome sure in the same group you know like the leaders for the Women are playing with the leaders for them. I think that would be sh- striking TV, especially with Molokai in the back in the background. <laughs> sure, come Le- on, lepers running around. Come right on, shout out to Saint Damien. <laughs> I was lying, maybe a bit about Amsterdam. Are they going to push the Presidents Cup this much all year long? I need you to put a pin in that. We're not. We can't ruin my favorite week of uh, you know just kicking the. Am feet I ruining it? Am I watching. ruining it? Am no, I no, no, no. But what? I, no, question. I think you're of course totally right, and I think we can save that for. It's like the scoring thing. Save I just, that for let's save it for later. For keep an eye on week. it. Yeah. Keep an watch eye this, on that. Watch this space for further updates. Just shoehorning it. It's bad. It's not organic at all. It's <laughs> just not, and like it's not going to work. Hey, there's a lot of depth on that international team. There's though. not. There's <laughs> not. <laughs> watch yourself. There's watch not the space. There's not. So that's that's going to be a tough tough scene if that is the case. So um, last one, we'll send it out on this. WF Gunther, can we get a breakdown of the Push Daddy match? That was a split, apparently, in uh, in California. I don't Randy, know if we're spoiling it, but yeah. Well, yeah, I think they're having him on the uh, trap draw this week. So just say it was a split. That's okay. it. Sure. Like it, you you decide who who won. Did did Poosh beat Randy or did he beat Tron? Who there knows? Who can say? Who can I, say? I got a couple things okay. in my in my notebook. Got to empty the chamber. Please empty. One so such a seemingly simple, massively additive change that I don't think we mentioned the lower right graphic yes on golf channel that also shows where the player Huge. you're watching stands in the tournament hallelujah they started awesome. with that in the fall it's just like now it's just naturally works in there it's perfect <laughs> as i mentioned i was a conscientious objector <laughs> to the fall so first i'm seeing of this and then second the burger putts reading thing remains a disgrace take it out and we need to it's gotta go i feel like we need to call that out as as much as we can that's you see it you gotta call it you gotta call it out that's uh man that and arm lock putting is like yeah, you guys want to talk about what's bending the spirit of the rules here? Come on, this is I'm pretty sp- I, straightforward. I, I can't believe Berger can sleep, you know, sleep at night with that. Like it's just blatantly a loophole into the rule that, you know, he lines the putt up, has his caddy line him up, but you can you're fine if you reset if you back off the putt 
and then to pick up the coin, then you're fine to start your, yeah. that's considered starting your process. It's got to go. You know, as they say, if you don't like it, you need to call your congressman. Well, that's what we're trying to do. You got to yeah. call your, you got to call your congressman. Well, this is the whole thing. The USGA is a dictatorship. We don't, we don't vote for anybody in the USGA. We don't have representation in the rules of golf. It's gross. You got anything <laughs> to empty the chamber? Um, I got one thing, if if you'll allow me. Please, Hideki gets a pass oh, annually yeah. for being the worst dresser on tour. I do. On, <laughs> on, I, I, well, he's like we he's don't bring it up. Yellow for his Sunday, yeah. thing, and it's like now he wore some yellow on Friday or something like that. It, we don't talk about it enough. Just needed to be pointed I, out. I, on that note, I want to say that a tradition I'm really liking, and I don't know if it's truly a tradition, but I I feel like the apparel companies Aloha Friday get yeah. get like. For they got three months to think oh, yeah. up these Hawaiian shirts, and then they they almost like overthink it so much that it starts clashing <laughs> with the hats, and they got too many patterns going. I mean, some of those Friday outfits were, I mean, hilarious, a disgrace, like you you know all of the above. But it's just like all this pent up, like yo go, we're gonna bring it on Hawaiian shirt Friday at at uh, Kapalua. A true a true cheap shot, but uh, T's and P's for the Puma marketing team because I know that's their favorite week of the year. And our guy Ricky just hasn't been there for the activations yeah. <laughs> the last couple of years. That's Drive difficult. Time. Trivia. Uh, well, two questions for you. How much did Jason Kokrak make this week? <laughs> I know he finished last. He did seventy thousand uh, dollars. I'll say forty five. One hundred and one thousand. Oh my god! For last place. For last oh my place. Gosh. Career earnings for Cam Smith. Prior to today. Prior to today. I think he won. Let's see what he won. Uh, he won one point five. So this put. All right, we'll do including today then. He won one point five today. Yeah, I'll say. F- PGA Tour, of course. Seventeen million. Fourteen million. Nineteen. Wow. Seventeen point four something coming into good today. Catch, actually, okay. So really good job, Neil. Thank you. I think that's a wrap. We will have an interview podcast coming up, of course, as always, this coming Tuesday. You will see us back here uh, next Sunday after the and Sony Open. Tell those, Hawaii. tell all those bored apes that live at five 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 Bunker Hill Street. Okay, <laughs> stop by any time. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about in? That is better than most. Better than most!